0: copyright Maeve's place twenty twenty one Rosario Lombardo wakes up Rosario Lombardo was born thirteenth of December nineteen eighteen in Sicily, Italy, after contracting a form of the Spanish flu. She died of pneumonia a week before her second birthday. Her parents obviously were struck down with grief, but her quick-thinking father called up a family friend, Alfredo Salafia, an embalmer, to immediately preserve his little girl's remains in nineteen eighteen The embalming process was relatively new and Alfredo was well known for performing some of the highest quality embalming, not only in Europe, but would pave the way for modern embalming methods today, globally. Over 100 years later, Rosario is still in such amazing condition, that her skin is in place, and taut, it still shows her olive complexion, literally looking like she is asleep. Her hair still in place and apart from some condensation that makes her look a little damp, she is still as angelic as she looked on the day she was entombed. It is said that twice a day, her little eyes open and close, which scientists have put found to an optical illusion caused by the way light enters the room she is in, however, if someone wanted to film her time-lapse during a day, from the side, it would be possible to see if in fact her eyes do open and close, or if they are constantly slightly open or closed. Either way, her eyes are still in place and can be seen as a beautiful blue color, whereas you would think that after so many years they would have dried up, and fallen back into her head, but this was the quality of Alfredo's work in bombing her. Unless she is still around somehow? Rosario can be viewed, or at least could be viewed before any restrictions came into force, in the Capuchin catacombs, Palermo, Italy and is within a glass coffin, shrouded in a small purple blanket, little bow in her hair. The Crying Boy Curse Started many years ago, supposedly in England but could have been reported many places around the world, as many paranormal experiences often are. The Crying Boy painting is one of a series of paintings by Italian painter Giovanni Bragdon. They were first distributed in the 1950s but replicas can still be brought today. On the 5th of September, 1985, the Sun newspaper in England reported a story about a firefighter. He claims that several houses he had visited had caught fire and that the crying boy paintings had been not only spared, but completely untouched by the fire, frame and wall behind it. This was later debunked, as many experiences are, even en masse. It was claimed that all of the paintings and replicas had been varnished by an anti flammable varnish. Though I have to admit, as an artist, I wouldn't spray any chemical on paint and I realize it will age naturally and be at risk of potential fire damage. I would have thought this would mess with the overall clarity of color and effect of the painting but maybe that could be true, however, it doesn't explain why the areas around the painting were damaged. Millions of people who have purchased the paintings, or replicas have spoke of other experiences, such as shadow figures being seen, or a child heard crying in the night, where there are none doing so. Multiple people threw away, or destroyed their copies, but you could buy one today, if you wanted to. Does Mary weep? In the age of the internet, it is easy to find stories that don't just occur in O.N.D. place, but all over the world, many reported cases in the distant past, to now. This is one such case- Virgin Mary statues around the world, made of multiple materials, appearing to cry randomly, a liquid from their eyes. Scientists have claimed this to be the chemical deposits within the rocks leaking out and that this was normal over time. This could explain the different liquids- some reported as salty or sweet like nectar or honey, others smelling like rosewater or a deep red, thick liquid that resembles blood. Microclimates within places of worship could bring about changes in the materials, but for plastic and other non organic materials, there is no other scientific cause and is often called a hoax or some form of con to get more donations from those in worship. I want to point out, though, that these are witnessed in person, seen by people around the world in multiple climates. The devout might say Mary is crying for human sin, or scientists will put it down to naturally occurring chemical processes. We cove question this by asking, what if they really are crying and for what purpose do they cry? Wrexham Pub Haunting. This story comes from Wrexham, Wales, in the King's Mill Pub. It is a popular hangout for locals and visitors, especially during family holidays, where the community will allow children to be brought along to play and eat some good food. This was Easter weekend, so in Wales you can imagine the smell of roast lamb, rosemary and Guinness in the air, people laughing and joking. Enjoying each other's company. For some, the party never ends but Gail Roberts, the landlady, had locked down for the night, and was relaxing with her loved ones after a hard weekend of working nearly 24 hours, over three days. Gail was letting her hair down as we all would, and like many, she played on her phone to record some family memories of the time together. Until something caught her eye, she turned to see what it was. A balloon was floating on its own, as though being held by something two to three foot tall. It drifted right past the family and as if to disprove viewers claiming it a hoax, pushed itself through the legs of a bar stool, towards the door frame and out of view. Gail can be heard shrieking in reaction to what she was seeing, as I suspect many would. She later uploaded her video to YouTube, where it was picked up by popular TV series Paranormal Caught on Camera. This is one of our recent, convincing cases, where it could be said it is actual proof of an afterlife sentience. Have you seen this video? All cases on this blog are available to see or read online. I would love to hear what you think, or about your experiences. Demon Toys? Recently, in the UK, we had a story about a host of supposedly demonic, or possessed toys, that have been making life a misery for those in the same house as them. I know what you are thinking, why not just throw the toys away? Or destroy them? The truth is that in multiple cases, where this has been tried, it has failed and either pissed off supernatural entities, or the problem has been spread onto others. In most cases, if a toy is possessed this is because it has been witnessed to, or involved in the trauma, or death of a child, who regarded the toy as special to them. Other reasons for a real possessed toy would include emotional attachment, such as jealousy or fear can leave imprints upon the environment too. Just throwing them away is not a solution, nor is trying to destroy it, as the attachment itself will spread to other things, maybe even people, or could cause further harm and possession of other forms of life, animals, or people. You wouldn't just let one loose on the public, or you shouldn't do so because that will not work and it is just asking to piss off the wrong spook. They are not valued to be the spirits themselves, who used to own the toys, just the energetic imprint left behind, over time, from events. Under certain circumstances, these energies spread so containment is probably best. Have you got any demon toy stories to share, or perhaps live in a haunted house? We would love to hear from you.